Hey everyone, this is Siobhan and I'm your host of the Creative Outsiders Talk Show, where we connect the dots for storytellers. And today I have the privilege of sitting and chatting with Letitia. She is an Emmy-nominated TV news anchor in Jacksonville, Florida, with 10 plus years experience in the news industry. She has covered everything from national championships and hurricanes as the anchor said. She is the host and producer of the podcast Audacity, unlocking the secrets of the bold, where she interviews entrepreneurs, creatives, thought leaders, and artists about how they cultivated the audacity to go after their dreams. Her faith in Jesus is the center of her life and helps her show up every day as the mom of two, wife, and news anchor, who is is determined to use her platform to inspire people to live a life on purpose. Let's welcome her onto the show. Hi, everyone. So happy to be here. Hi. I'm excited. Uh, This is so, I feel like, and I know everybody, well, I know my team is probably going to be like, really, Siobhan? So before we (laughs) go all the way in, I literally today pray that, like, God would lead our conversation. And I just think it's... um, as we were talking and you were asking me questions, I was like, God, I see you. I, you know, I have my questions, <laughs> but I'm gonna let you do your thing. So yeah. I, I wanna start with um, first asking you about like being a storyteller and being able to show up as your like authentic self and not being afraid of who you are and the voice that God's giving you. Yeah. Oh, you know, it is tough because I am a news anchor, TV news. Um, I have scripts given to me. I read a teleprompter for the most part. Uh, I play a role on television. I'm me, but uh, I'm also a supposed to be an unbiased uh, sort of neutral figure as I storytell. So my role is a little unique. Talking about what you get to do, and I mean prophetic producing and creative outsiders, this whole concept of creativity and coloring outside the lines, like your opening and all of that. Um, My role is a little bit different because I'm in a shiny, beautiful studio, bright lights, expensive equipment, and words are given to me. So for me, it's been a journey to find my authentic voice within the confines of local news. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's actually one of the reasons why the podcast was birthed because I got to a point where I was hitting my head on the ceiling, mm-hmm. spilling over with inspiration, ideas, creativity that I could no longer squeeze into a local newsroom. And so the podcast was my outlet to to be more myself, to have no script, to interview who I want, to within some boundaries because I'm under a contract, you know, and right. I represent a, a huge media company. So there's some things that I can't technically do on that podcast or say, but for the most part, that's me. And so, you know, I, I hope and through my journey, people can take from that no matter where you are, if you're in a nine to five, if you are, are working a job that, that you maybe don't feel like you have the uh, um, freedom to be yourself or be creative, there's always a way. 
and it's you have to kind of be like relentless about it you can't stop figuring out what it what it could look like how you can pull it off uh you know for doing a podcast as a news anchor at the time not a lot of news anchors were doing that um so i had to go through and talk to my bosses and come up with ideas and concept figure out equipment you know like i had to go through a lot but i at least was able to find my voice through audacity and it's just so funny it's, it's called audacity and that's really kind of what i'm doing so i'm being a little audacious with the space that i've been given and i'm kind of pushing it a little uh with my podcast and that's uh i'm glad that you brought that up uh before we talk about the podcast so as i was listening to the podcast and you are interviewing some amazing people it's like, okay, they're at this intersection where they have made a decision to say, okay, I, I want more. I want to show up as my full self. And I think if we look at social media, right, it's very easy to compare and say, okay, I have to quit. I have to like pursue this like head on. What do you say to the people that are at that intersection and realize like, I want more? What advice do you have for them? There is so much I could say on that. I mean, okay, this is versus my favorite thing to talk about. <laughs> I mean, that's what my podcast is about, right? It's my mm -hmm. favorite thing to talk about because I think that you're right. A lot of people make this look easy. Every now and then we get to see the behind this, like, you know, we get to see Beyonce doesn't sleep and we see her bleeding toes and we see like, oh, okay. So she's like sacrificing a lot for this. All right, cool. But we get like glimmers of that. Um, and it's becoming more popular, I think, to be transparent and to be open about journeys, which I appreciate. But I don't know if enough people are talking about just how hard it is to every day make a choice that acknowledge I want more and I'm going to do whatever I can to figure out how to get it, how to create the life that I want. So I think the first thing I would tell someone is kind of be an encourager and be the person that can tell you whatever it is that's deep in your spirit, whatever it is that keeps coming back to you. I call that a calling, something that keeps calling to you, something that you think is so dope, but you're just like, ah, I don't even know, but it's, I would love to do that. Um, something that you've been curious about and think you would be good at and enjoy, something that brings you joy. I mean, the long list of things that essentially light you up when you do it. I think sometimes someone needs to tell you, you can do it. There is no, there's nothing, don't even believe that anything is, is able to stop you from pursuing it. Right. And I mean, it could be the tiniest step because once you get momentum, that's the real secret, mm -hmm. is the momentum behind taking a tiny little action. So let's say you want to start a podcast right. and you love it and you're great at it and you listen to them. So instead of sitting in that inaction and admiring people on social right. and on the blogs, trust me, I've been there and you see it all, the finished product, you get caught up in that emotion. I say, do one thing to start your podcast. So what with whatever that is to you, that could be coming up with a name. It could be journaling concepts. It could be reaching out and telling someone, I want to start a podcast. And like, now that person is going to ask you about it. Whatever you can do to create momentum, because I have found that once I get momentum, it's real hard to fall out of that cycle. 
It's real hard because then you start to feel like something's not right because I'm not doing that thing that I love. The hardest part part is beginning and believing that you can begin. So tell that little obstacle or the problem or the lie that I tell it it's wrong by doing even the slightest thing and slowly you'll start to believe I can do this. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's good. Wait a second, y'all. Do y'all hear me echoing? Okay, it stops. Um, Do you want me to take a beat? I'm sorry, y'all. I heard it in my ear. Okay. Um, So I think that's really good that you said gain the momentum because I think that's the thing that we don't see. Because once we get in that space where it's like, okay, I feel like I want to do it and I just talk about it. But like if I do something, because that was what I did for filmmaking, I literally went to somebody and was like, let me work on your set. And that started like everything and like plans falling into line. And I think that we just don't see that enough, especially um, with creatives or any any venture that is different than the norm. So I want to backtrack a little bit because you did uh, talk about briefly you being a TV anchor and you having a role and you do you are under contract. So did you always know that you wanted to be a TV anchor? Because- no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody that knows me in college, I mean, or like my close friend. No, I, to tell you the truth, at one point I thought I was going to be, I worked at Mac Cosmetics in college. Mm-hmm. I was a Mac girl for seven years from like 21, 22 to almost like 28, 29, 29, like in my 20s, essentially. Right. Um, you know, I I was kind of a free bird. So uh, briefly, my story in college, I went to community college two years. Um, during that time, I started very similar to this. I started a college TV show called College Remixed with my best friend. Oh, I wow. Found love. Yeah, we, we pieced this thing. We had little auditions. We used the public TV station to air it. Uh, we were little producers. We thought we were like bosses. We were Oprah at FAMU and FSU, right? Like we were, we thought this was huge. So we put this project together. I fell in love with the creative process of TV and production. I was at Mac making good money, having fun, 20, you know, two, 23. So at the time I was like, I'm going to just go live in New York City. I'm going to be a makeup artist and I'm going to do productions on the side and I'm just going to like live life. So God eventually stepped in and said, um, you need to go back to school and uh, go for broadcast journalism at FAMU. So for me, a lot of this was obedience. Um, I knew I loved television. I loved the creative process. Um, I wasn't quite even in love with being in front of the camera. Honestly, I was in love with the editing. I was in love with finding talent. I was in love with finding the stories we're going to tell. I loved interviewing the people, but I never really saw myself in front of the camera. So went to FAMU for broadcast journalism because I thought I was going to be a producer. I wanted to peruse. Um, And as I went through that, people, you know, mentors or professors I'm like, you are actually really good in front of the camera. You should mm-hmm. start. This could be your path forward. So reluctantly, I was like, okay, like, you know, I didn't mm-hmm. really want to talk about local news stuff. I thought it was lame. <laughs> I, was, I didn't want to talk about 
stuff at happening in city governments and like politics and, and, and crime and fires. I was so that girl, but God kept putting me, giving me favor and promoting me and people were noticing and things came easily to, mm. so I followed God's path. And throughout the 10 years that I've been doing this, I have to say for the majority of it, I've still been, you know, I get, I, I, I have gotten glimmers of like, ah, oh, this is what God is. This is what he's doing. Mm. This is what he's up to. Cause I knew it was leading up to something, yeah. um, a next level. So my life is a perfect example of, I didn't have that vision of like, I want to be that person. Although right. I did have a, I did have Lala like on my wall <laughs> when I was in high school, you know, like used to cut out stuff and right. collages. Lala was on my collage. So maybe I did have a vision. I just didn't quite know. Remember she was right. in Yeah, she was the um, DJ. Right. For MTV. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I loved, I thought she was cool on TV talking, just like she was so cool to me on TV. So anyway. But no, I didn't have that. I want to be a news anchor. I loved the process of it all. I wanted to tell stories. I wanted to bring revelation to people. I wanted to do it in a relevant, entertaining way. And and I followed God's call. And he's still writing this story in a really exciting way. So I hope that helps people no. who may not feel like they know exactly what they want to do, because I definitely didn't. That's really good because that I, I can say that for myself. Like I went with a thing that was um, safe. Like I gave really good advice. I was like, okay, great. I can be in school for a counselor. And I did that for 10 years and then God was like, that's enough. So I, I get it. I don't think that I was that obedient as you because he probably said like, it's time to go way sooner. And I didn't listen. Yeah. Um, so I love that you, talked about your obedience. And before I go, I have to, we're going to take a quick break, but I want to talk about you saying that you love the process of telling stories and you wanted to give people a revelation. So we're going to remember that because that's a good line. We have to talk about that. So we're yes. going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. Okay. Ever wish you had a devotional that was written specifically for entrepreneurs and in a voice you can relate to? Well, now you do. Big Idea Food, the best-selling devotional for entrepreneurs and creatives, is exactly what you've been needing to feed your entrepreneurial soul. This devotional will help you push past fears, build more time with God into your daily routine, and gain clarity on your next steps so you can build the business you know you were called to build. Big Idea Food is now on sale at BigIdeaFood.com. Get your copy today and remember, eat more, fear less. Hey everyone, welcome back to The Creative Outsiders. We are speaking with TV news anchor and producer, Letitia. As we continue our conversation, I wanna jump right into you love storytelling and you wanna bring revelation. What does that mean? Oh my gosh. It means that moment where you have figured out the right circumstance, the right vibe, the right question, at the right time to spark something that has never been said before in mm. that way. And you both feel it when it happens. It is otherworldly 
And I experienced that in college when we were as actually a documentary, wasn't even news, it was a documentary class we had um, at FAMU. And during that doc, I did a, I pitched an idea about happiness. I wanted to do a documentary about happiness. And we were interviewing people about what they thought happiness was and all of that. And I remember one particular interview, her name was Stacy. I remember being in her place in her loft and asking her about happiness. And she took us on a journey of her life. She took us inside her spirit and her soul and her brain. She showed us her emotion. She took us on a ride and I remember being, it was just so powerful. And I knew that that's what I like that moment, whatever this exchange was between human and human, mm -hmm. however I could get that, that's what I wanted. That's what I needed to do. Right. Um, so that's what I mean by revelation. And that's what I do like on my podcast. Mm -hmm. There are moments where that person, like, like Estelle had that moment where they're in this moment and they're going and they're going, here's the revelation, right? Right. In the pocket, we're both there and it's powerful. I love that. And I think that you have that. And I think that God gives people that desire to unlock people to get that revelation because um, it's not meant to be inside, right? right? It's not meant to be hold up in people. So it takes people with a certain talent or a certain yeah. skill or certain, certain comfortability to unlock people. Mm -hmm. And that's a gift. And yeah. I love it. I do too. Look, it's the, it's also the, uh, yeah, I want to know. I'm like, I want to know so I can help you and then you can help everyone else and you can have your moment. Like that, that was the moment that God was like, okay, let's do this. Let's pivot. And so just thinking about that and your ability to now say, which I feel like you're doing a full circle where God is like, okay, I've allowed you to be in this space and continue to be in the space of being a news anchor. But now I'm also giving you the space of being a producer. And I feel like it's a full circle moment. How are you allowing God to guide you in this process? Well, it is an everyday coming to and recommitting because I wish I could share more, but um, because I'm a news anchor and I don't have a contract, but <laughs> your girl always has something going on. Right. Okay. And the best thing I can say is follow me for the rest of my journey because I'm just getting started. Yeah. But, um, it is, it is a coming to and revisiting every single day right. to the fact where if you miss a day, you feel it right. Like, so I have to stay in that sweet spot because outside of that sweet spot is just my own strength, my own thoughts, my own ability. And your girl doesn't like that place. It's like, it's a grind. It's, there's fears over there. Um, there's uncertainty. There's a lot of hard work. Like I feel like I got to work for stuff. But when I am, when there's that coming to daily, which is, praying, which is reading the Bible, which is talking to God. It's reading my books about God. It's connecting. When I do that, I get, it's worship in my car on the way to work, coming back. It's when I surround myself with the presence of God, Right. those are the days that I feel like unstoppable. Mm 
mm-hmm. and that no, that my efforts are like glazed in anointing. Okay, mm-hmm. like I don't feel like I have to work so hard and right. grind it out to create my dreams because <laughs> I can feel the. I know that God is. We're working together on this. Right. I know that there's favor that's going to work things out that I didn't that I would otherwise have to like beg and plead for or wait like so there's just all this supernatural um, there's all this supernaturalness when right. it comes to plugging into your creator every day you just act different you operate yeah. different you know right and that uh, that when we were talking about prophetically producing. And it's so funny. I feel like you've been in my conversations with my friends today. Um, We were talking about that, like what it looks like. And I want to get your opinion on this because we see we're fed this because we're we're both believers and we're fed social media saying like, grind it out. I have to hustle hard in order to be successful. But how have you been able to stay like grounded and doing it opposite of what the culture says. Mm. You know what? And I always gotta, I gotta pull up this scripture because if I can find it, because God tells us basically, uh, don't get caught up. Like he said, I feel like the message version basically says it that way. Um, he basically says, do everything you do. You're going to work, you're eating, you're sleeping, you're the simple things in life. Bring that before God as your offering. And that's like the best thing you can do for him. And it goes on to say, um, just don't get caught up in the world's thinking and that you get so far deep in that you actually start to believe that. Like the mm-hmm. Bible warns of that. Um, so... It's really hard. At the end of the day, we are, you know, we're we we're in this world. Right. We like the we like things in the world, right? Like Absolutely. we love the culture. Right. We are cultured women. We love black culture. We love right. being black women. We love what we love. We love comedy. There's music. So we're all, we're getting all these messages, and it we have friends that may not be, you know, like right. Absolutely. So, it's tough. You're always battling that, but I can feel when I'm getting too far gone. Mm. I can feel when I have been listening to like, if I've been listening to too many business podcasts or, or entrepreneur podcasts or like personal development podcasts and how to be great books. And like, I have stacks, ask my husband, like, I love growth. I love growing. I'm always learning. And a lot of my palette includes non-believers. So if you get too caught up, you start to believe that all it takes is a little formula for you to create the life that you want. And you forget that in the beginning, God created man in his image to fellowship and to love them and to just hang in this garden in paradise. Like you forget why we were here, why we even came to earth and why Jesus came and had to come. You forget like who we are as humans. We are God's idea. We are his creation. And so when you get caught up in like building something great and then you start thinking of yourself a little differently, like you don't really need this stuff. Yeah you get further and further away from literally your purpose and your sole purpose is to know and love your creator. That's what I believe. Yeah. 
So to switch gears a little bit. Yeah. What stories are important for you to tell? Or what stories do you want to tell in the future? I want to empower more women to tell their own stories. Um, so I think that it would be, it's less TV and less, my, and less production. And it's more one-on-one, -on -one, it's more community, and it's more empowering women uh, and helping them write the story and, and live the story that they wanna live. Empowering them to live their life on purpose and to figure it out. Um, so it's a different type of storytelling. I'll always use my voice, my literal voice. I believe God has given me a gift of voice to use, whether it be you know, podcasting, whatever, YouTube, whatever that looks like. So my voice will still be used, but I am now more interested in seeing women like you and your crew. I'm more interested in figuring out, oh, how can we get you to do more of this? Right, that's good. So do you think that women struggle with using their voice. Do you think that's the issue we have? Yes. And I think a lot of it has to do with not really knowing who we are and who we're created to be and what our mission here is on earth. I think that we go to college or not, right. we get a career or not, we we get caught up in doing, we become moms or not, we get married or boyfriend, whatever. We get caught up in the doing of life mm -hmm. that we forget or we neglect to take the time to figure out why God put us on earth and gave us our abilities and our gifts and, and what can I do to bring those things to life? So I think that, yeah, like the culture and, you know, chauvinism and they're all that stuff at play in the culture right. keeps us down. But I think the real underlying issue is, are women really going to God, going to their creator and saying, God, why am I here? How, what am I supposed to do with this life? And taking time to figure out what lights them up outside of kids and outside of a, a six figures and outside of, you know, having a, having fun. What is right. it that makes you feel purposeful? And I think once we get there, our voice, it may not be this voice, right. your voice, your, your specific you-ness can show up in what you bake and sell yeah. or what you bake and give. It shows up in how you style people for events. It shows up in um, speaking and get, it shows them you just being you. That's your voice. So I just encourage people to, if you feel like you're not completely living your purpose and you don't know what it is, I think start there. Yeah. And then you'll start to feel more empowered to use your voice, however it shows up for you. Absolutely. I just feel like you got everybody together on that response. <laughs> Get it together. <laughs> that was good. So I want to ask you this last thing before we um, get off. You are now wearing the producer hat uh, with your podcast. I love to ask people because when I started the podcast, I had nobody to ask. <laughs> and I made a lot of mistakes. Yeah. What is something that you would want somebody to know that is about to start their podcast producing, wearing producer hats? Yeah. Okay. Well, first, let me say the fact that you did it with mistakes is 
what 90% of people don't do. Right. So that's awesome. Because <laughs> um, most people don't do it at all. So mm-hmm. what I was wondering... Okay, this is a question that I love to ask myself and other women when you feel stuck, which is, how can this be easy? Mm. Um, that's like the best question. It because is. I'm going to use that now. How can this be easy? Because you know what that does? It tricks the brain to come up with an answer. Right. Like no matter what, your brain's going to try to answer your question. So if you say, okay, how can this be easy? What's like the easiest thing I can do? When you start thinking that way, that at least gets you towards the most, the easiest thing for starting a podcast. It could be watching some YouTube video, like literally sitting in your seat and watching a YouTube video. That's very easy, right? Mm-hmm. What's the easiest thing you could do? Um, call your friend who has a podcast. Like start with the literally the easiest thing you can think of. And it goes back full circle to my one of my first answers, which is that creates momentum. Yeah. Before you know it, that easy thing turns into the next easy thing, the next easy thing. And then you're you're so far and deep that it's hard to break away from this energy that you created around something that you want. How can this be easy? And then do it. That's good. That's gonna go on my um, journal. I like that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. So let everyone know how they can stay in touch with you and support you. Okay. I think the best way to uh, stay in contact with me is Letitia TV. You see the spelling of my name. My Instagram handle is Letitia TV. Thanks, guys. There it is. Follow me there. Um, there you'll find my little bio and my link tree with a link to my podcast. Uh, it's very easy to find if you want to go to Apple or Spotify. Look for Audacity and maybe type in my first name, it should come up. Um, but I think Instagram, that's the easiest place to find me. I try to um, open up my journey to everyone. And uh, please stay tuned and your support is so, 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 I'm, I'm full of gratitude because I am working on some other things. And uh, it goes back to what I said before, like what's next and it has to do with you. It has to do with women. And I can't wait to introduce it to you. I can't wait to see what it is. I'm excited because the podcast is great. Thank you so much. I love it. I love it. So thank you so much for joining us. I had a great time. I could have asked you a million more questions. Thank you. Same. Thank you.